mama, there is a lot going on in the world today. And when there is so much happening outside of ourselves, it is very easy to get caught up in it. And when you get caught up in it, you can also very easily lose that connection to yourself and you can lose the connection to those you care about most. In today's show, we're going to talk about how you can stay connected to yourself and also how to stay connected to loved ones. I'm going to give you five very easy, straightforward tips to make this happen. Welcome to the Savvy Working Mom podcast. This is the place where we share strategies to help you create a life you love. I'm your host, Whitney, a real-life working mom at a Fortune 500, professional speaker, and coach. I'm going to help you get real-life relief with simple systems so you can find more time and have less stress. With intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever. You've probably heard that clarity and self-care are two of the keys for building an awesome life. But in today's busy world, who has the time to figure out exactly what that means for herself? You can learn on your own, but you're learning in a vacuum. And with how much you have going on, it becomes really easy to put your own personal growth on the back burner, which is where I come in. When you work with me, you'll get support from someone who really understands the challenges of being a working mom. I want to give you a special invite to request a free strategy call with me by visiting thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. Again, that URL is thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you soon. Hey, Mama. With so much going on in the world, it's really easy to get caught up on the turmoil, the strife, the frustration, the anger, the fear, the uncertainty that's happening around you and lose the connection with yourself and with those that you care about. When you lose that connection, it makes it hard to live your best life. It makes it hard to enact change. It makes it hard to be an example to your kids. And so I wanna talk to you a little bit about staying connected both to yourself and to your loved ones, not only during times of turbulence and trouble and change, but all the time. The more connected you are with those you care about, and I'm trusting you care about yourself, the better off you're going to be. The more joy you're going to have, the less stress, the less guilt, the more you are going to love your life. And that's what I want for you. I want you to love your life. So let's talk about two different ways to stay connected to yourself, and then we'll talk about staying connected to those that you care about. When it comes to staying connected with yourself, it can be really difficult to find the time to do this. And so over time, it can become very easy to lose that connection, right? Where you just turn around one day and you're like, who am I and what do I care about and where am I at in my life? And so when you get to that place, you can start to feel frustrated or frazzled or even burn out and not really know why. And simply because you've kind of lost that connection to who you are. Knowing yourself will help you to work through tough times, and it will also help you to enjoy the great times even more. Not to mention taking the time out to connect with yourself is a form of self-care. And when you do this, you're teaching your kids that it's important to stay connected to who they are. Um, It teaches them how to actually figure out how to connect to who they are. And you set an amazing example of the importance of caring for yourself. And so let's go ahead and talk about the first way that you can stay connected to yourself. And it's through a conscious breathing exercise. This really is something where if you're not a 
practicing meditation, um, I highly recommend that you try and do it every day. And the great news is it really only takes 60 seconds to five minutes. For me, the sweet spot is about two and a half minutes uh, because I need that first minute to kind of let my mind actually start to relax. And then I really get into it. So here's how it goes. All you're going to do is set an alarm on your phone for 60 seconds to five minutes and then put that phone out of arm's reach. Set it aside where you can't actually get to it. Then you close your eyes and you sit with your thoughts, breathing in as slowly as possible through your nose and out through your mouth. Maybe try doing counts of eight, eight counts in and eight counts out. As you do this, just let your thoughts go. Questions are gonna come to you, uh, things you're frustrated about might come to you, and the task is really to just kind of let it go and don't respond to the thoughts. Just let them be and let them move on. If you have trouble doing that, then as you sit there taking those breaths in slowly through your nose and out through your mouth, then simply count. Count in for eight and then count out for eight. When the alarm goes off, get up and move away. The trick is, and this is going to sound crazy, but if you've set your alarm for closer to five minutes, um, the trick is to not pick up your phone. Don't pick up your tablet. Don't turn on the TV, right? Don't get look for any type of distraction. Just sit there and breathe. From a timing perspective, if you try and do this twice a day, you're going to be in an amazing spot. Um, once a day at a minimum will help you to just feel better overall. And here's the thing about doing this. Again, you can do it. A minute is effective. Two minutes is going to be really amazing. And like I said, for me, about two and a half minutes is really what works best. Um, so I try and do that when my husband has our toddler and the baby has just started to go to sleep. Just, okay, here's my two minutes, set the alarm, and just take a deep breath and get started. Um, when I do that, again, it just refreshes me, it revives me, and it helps me to stay connected to who I am. Another way to stay connected to yourself is to have a chat with yourself. The same way that you would catch up with a friend, you should catch up with yourself. Seriously, take a moment and ask yourself some questions about how you're doing, what you're interested in, and what's going on in your life. You can do this while you're walking to the grocery store, while you're sitting in the parking lot of the grocery store, um, and you can do it in a form of journaling or in the form of a conversation. You can have that conversation in your head or have it out loud, whatever feels good to you. If you like to journal, that's awesome because there really is something about putting pen to paper, but if you don't like to journal, don't worry about it. Here are some prompting questions. Check in with yourself and ask, what are you grateful for? Say, hey, self, what am I grateful for today? Ask yourself what you are loving in life right now. What's exciting that's coming up for you? What went really well yesterday? Or you can get even deeper and ask yourself things like, what is my greatest fear right now? What is my greatest hope right now? What is it that I really want for my children that I was not able to give or have not yet been able to give to myself? You can get deep, deep with it. The point is that you just take time to see how it is that you're feeling. Hey again, it's Whitney. I hope that you're enjoying the show. If you're a busy mama who wants more time for herself and her passions, get started today by getting my free video short course, More Time and Less Guilt by Monday at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time. If you're new here or haven't yet done this, it is definitely the first step to getting started and applying these principles to your life. 
head on over to thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash more time and grab your free gift today. Now, I want to talk to you about staying connected to family and friends. Making sure that you stay connected to those who you love is very important in maintaining adult relationships outside of work and outside of your marriage. And when you have adult relationships outside of those two kind of areas that are forced into your life, work and marriage, it helps you to also connect with yourself, but to build strong foundations. At the end of the day, the adults around you, those people who you care about and who care about you, those are the foundations that help to keep your life together during tough times. And so it's important that when it's not tough times, you're working on and building that foundation as well, right? You don't wait for a flood and then check and see whether or not the foundation is sound on your house. You check it out um, as you go. Once a year, maybe you're like patching it up and taking a look at what's going on. I probably shouldn't use construction analogies because I really actually don't know much about construction. And now I live in a small apartment in Brooklyn, but you get the point, right? You see what I'm saying? Um, And so here are some ways that you can stay connected. Um, to those you love. The first is to pick up the phone. And I know if you're like me, picking up the phone actually makes you cringe. I don't actually like calling people. I don't like to be on the phone, but I do like to connect with people. You know, I miss people. I miss my mom. I miss my aunt. I miss my friends. I miss my grandma. I miss my cousins. Um, And so picking up the phone and talking to them especially we like to video chat, video chatting helps. But here's the thing, you don't have to stay on the phone for a long time for this to be effective. And one way to help set that up is once you, as soon as they pick up the phone, so dial them, and as soon as they pick up the phone, say, hey, I only have five minutes, but I was thinking of you and wanted to give you a quick shout, what's going on? How are you doing? Or let me share this thing with you. You've already set it up then that you have a very limited amount of time. And then As soon as five minutes goes by or, you know, when you kind of start to be like, okay, this is enough. I want to get off the phone now. Um, You can say, hey, all right, I got to go. But it was so good catching up with you. Let's catch up again later. And then follow up on that and catch up with them, you know, in a week or two weeks. Uh, Give them a call back. The next way is to text from the heart. And what I mean by that is send a text to people when you remember them or when you think about something great. Like the other day, I was remembering um, a funny pool party that I was at when I was in Texas. Uh, I used to live there actually in Dallas. Um, I was remembering a funny pool party and my girlfriend had, (laughs) uh, she threw a guy in the pool and uh, his cell phone went in and it was like a whole race to get to a store to get rice to dry out the cell phone. And it was just a really great experience and I was remembering that time and laughing so hard to myself and so I texted her and I said remember that time when you threw so-and-so in the pool and then we had the rice race Um, and that's it I I sent her the text and she texted me back and when we went to a little text exchange I hadn't talked to her in a while but the text exchange was amazing and I felt so much more connected to her and I know she felt more connected to me we've actually been following up with each other more now than we had in the past So when I say text from the heart, I mean, when you remember something about someone, when you have a deep feeling, something that touches you about a person, text them and let them know that you had that feeling. There's no loss there. There's only gain really, truly for both of you. Another great thing to send over text is not just a text saying, remember that thing, but if you come across an old photo um, in your phone, or even if you've got a printout somewhere, you take a picture of that photo and you send it to someone, that's also going to be very meaningful. And the last way 
to stay connected that I want to share with you, the last way to stay connected with those around you is to be present and truly engaged with the people that you actually can spend time with. Ask them deep and intriguing questions. Put your phone down and look them in the eye when they give you the answer. Here are some kind of fun questions that you can ask. And by fun, I mean engaging and a little deeper than shallow conversation. And that is, what's inspiring you in life right now? What challenges are you going through? Where do you want to be two, three, four years from now? And I know that one's going to feel a little bit crazy when you don't know where you're going to be two, three, four weeks from now, let alone months. But just dream big, right? The idea is to ask a question that helps them to dream big. Or have you had any major mindset shifts with everything happening right now, um, all of the change? It's likely that folks are thinking in a different way, and that's amazing. And to pull that out, to ask about it is great. But here's the cool thing. Mindset shifts can happen even when um, major changes are happening out in the world. So just ask that question too, and ask the question of yourself. The most important part of all of this is to be sure that you take some level of action. So take some time today to both reconnect with yourself and with someone you love. Think about right now and commit to either doing that conscious breathing exercise I shared, eight breaths in, eight breaths out for 60 seconds to five minutes, or to having a chat with yourself. Which one are you going to do? And when are you going to do it? After you've committed to connecting to yourself, commit to connecting to a loved one. Who are you going to call today or who are you going to text How are you going to set yourself up mentally so that you can truly and deeply engage with those that you are physically in contact with? Pick one of those three. Picking up the phone, texting, or deeply engaging with those that you're physically in contact with and commit to doing it today. Staying connected to yourself and your loved ones is so very important to you loving your life. It's so very important to you feeling more joy, and having less stress. So take the time, invest the time in doing these exercises, and I know that you are going to feel better, Mama. That's all we've got for this episode of the Savvy Working Mom podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Also make sure to link up with us at thesavvyworkingmom.com forward slash blog and on Instagram at thesavvyworkingmom. And please just share, share, share this podcast with any other mama who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, with intentional and daily action, you can live your best days now and forever.